Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ya lo hace. Pierna derecha. Directo al arco. Golazo. Golazo. The world of football with a soccer perspective. This is Soccer Today with Dwayne Mullins and Kevin Laramie, live on the Sports Podcasting Network. Good day, good night, and welcome to Soccer Today for Friday, April 22nd, 2022. I'm Kev Laramie flying solo on this weekend preview, heading into week number eight in Major League Soccer. Let's start right away with our weekend preview, looking at the games that will keep me entertained throughout Saturday and Sunday this weekend. 10 games on Saturday in Major League Soccer, and it starts with a Texas Derby. FC Dallas, Houston Dynamo, 3 p.m. Eastern. We will have a great game at Toyota Park between the two. Can FC Dallas and Paul Ariola continue on their great run of form this year so far in Major League Soccer? Let's remember that they're having a very good beginning of the season for them. Three wins, one loss, and three draws so far. They are fourth in the Western Conference with 12 points. Only four points behind LAFC in the top of the Western Conference. Quite the beginning of the season for FC Dallas. They are firing on all cylinders, playing with no pressure this season. It's always dangerous, a team that has no pressure of expectations and can just focus on playing and winning. And we're seeing this with FC Dallas. They're at home. They're against the Dynamo. The Dynamo are also having a surprising beginning of the season. They are part of my surprises this year in Major League Soccer. But Houston will have a problem against Dallas. Dallas should take advantage of that home field advantage. That should be enough to sway the balance into FC Dallas's favor. And I do believe that FC Dallas will get the job done against Houston. A win at home for Dallas here. Now, 3 p.m. Eastern, Philadelphia against Montreal. Quite interesting matchup in the Eastern Conference. Philly is top of the Eastern Conference, 16 points, a record of five wins, one loss, and one draw in their seven-game season so far. Their only loss came last week against Toronto, a 2-1 loss at BMO Field. For Montreal, they are sixth in the Eastern Conference. They have 10 points, a record of three wins, three losses, and one draw. 
They have a difficult schedule to begin the season. Six of their first eight games are on the road, Saturday included. And you're looking at a decent output so far for CF Montreal. A win against the best team in the East on Saturday on the road, making it four straight wins, making it five-game unbeaten streak. If Montreal could get the job done on Saturday, could be quite the statement in the Eastern Conference. Georgi Mihailovich on the road in Philly, <clears throat> in Chester, can maybe play well by the river. Beautiful setting. Chester, just don't turn the camera the other way. Just keep it where the bridge and the river is. Thank you very much, Mr. Producer. So you're seeing this here in this game against Philly where two teams that respect each other. It's a love fest between Wilfred Nancy and Jim Curtin. They have a man crush on each other. They both like how the other person works with their team, their tactics, their way of managing the roster. They both admire each other and it's always great games we've seen a good game on march 5th but montreal will want to avenge that loss montreal will want to show who they really are ramel kyoto not available last time they played each other this time around you will have montreal's typical lineup montreal's a1 lineup to face philadelphia with up top Mihailovic, Kyoto, and then that becomes a question. Do you go with Sunusi? Do you go with Torres? What do you do? That's a good question. It's a good it's a good puzzle to solve for Wilfred Nancy. In the midfield, Montreal has what I call the advantage here, because Montreal is on the up and up, and we have a Wanyama, a Ismail Kone. Ismail Kone is one of the top midfielders in a couple of categories in Major League Soccer so far this season. One of the few midfielders with three nutmegs, by the way, in the league. If you're into that type of of statistic. Victor Wanyama, always good. And then I look at Montreal's defense, who, after a struggle, they're still the worst defense in the Eastern Conference, which is surprising to me. I kind of didn't real that, that that's not what I expected to be quite fair. I thought defense defending was one of Montreal's strong points. I thought with the addition of Alistair Johnston, which he has played well and he has becoming the right wing back of of, of choice, a first choice wing back for Wilfred Nancy. But when I look at this team, I thought the defense would be better. Mentioned this a couple of times since the beginning of the season. The offense, hey, is the best in the East too. They have the best attack and they have the best, the best of the worst, the worst defense. So that's interesting. They have a record of two wins, two losses, and one draw on the road so far this season. And can they continue their run of form this time in Philly against a very good Philadelphia Union team? Now we can continue looking at the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference, an interconference matchup between Minnesota and Chicago. The Chicago Fire will continue to surprise a lot of people. This time it will be in Minnesota. Minnesota, what can they do? Can they continue their decent season? They are seventh in the Western Conference for the Loons with three wins, two losses, and two draws. Only eight goals, which is second worst in the West, but only conceded six, which is best, well, second best in the West. So when you look at Minnesota, it's the classic we don't score a lot of goals, but at least we don't concede a lot. So I guess 
that's a good strategy. But for Minnesota, they will be facing Chicago. Well, I have to say, they have impressed me. And yes, yeah, seventh in the East is not great. They can barely score. They have the worst attack in the entire league with five goals for. But they have the best defense in the entire league with only two goals against. Y- yes, you heard that right. The Chicago Fire have only allowed two goals in seven games this season. Yes, let me rephrase that. Out of their seven games played, they have allowed two goals. And those were in separate games. They have allowed just twice one goal in seven games. Which is why their goalkeeper, Slonina, is having quite a season as a very young goalkeeper in this league. But it's the entire defense and the entire body of work. They conceded only two goals in seven freaking games. The Chicago Fire extinguishing all attack around the league. Let's continue to preview the weekend in Major League Soccer as we look at DC United Club in the news. And I hope you listen to Z Soccer Pod, the podcast of Fabian Ellers and Julian Grassel that came out yesterday, basically. An emergency podcast, as they dubbed it, where they talk about Julian Gressel's thought on his manager, Hernan Losada, being fired. And it's very interesting thought, and of course, a famous quote that we talked on yesterday's show, and you can uh, read more on it too when you uh, look at that podcast. You can listen to the entire thought process, which is a bit more in details, but it's very interesting. But DC United also being in the news with the potential exchanging of proposals between Gareth Bell and DC United. We'll see if that comes to fruition. New England. New England also in the news recently as uh, it has been announced that the New England Revolution have signed Colombian winger Dylan Borrero from Atletico Mineiro in Brazil. So uh, he's Colombian. He was playing in Brazil and now he will join New England. They are struggling this year in New England. They are 11th in the Eastern Conference with a record of two wins, four losses, and one draw. They haven't been able to have their full-strength lineup consistently on the pitch, meaning Gustavo Bu, meaning Adam Buxa, meaning Carles Hill, and the rest of the core group of players that were the Supporter Shield winners last season and had the best season ever in Major League Soccer. So... Can New England rekindle that confidence, that level of play? Can Carlos Hill marshal a midfield the same way that he did last year for most of the year on the way to winning Major League Soccer's MVP trophy called the Landon Donovan MVP Award, which he did last year? And that's what they will need to do. DC United might have what we call the coach bump after firing their coach. Will they come out with a victory, with a win here? That's interesting. But New England on the road at Audi Field in Washington, D.C. What will be the result of this one? That's a good question. Sporting Kansas City, Columbus. Sporting Kansas City slowly but surely becoming a team in danger. The seat's getting hot, Peter. Peter Vermees. 
is maybe the next coach to be on the hot seat. I wouldn't be surprised if chatter starts to make a bit more noise over the next few weeks if Kansas City cannot get a few results in a row. Kansas City right now is 12th in the Western Conference. They have a record of two wins, six losses this year. It's a very bad record. They have a two win, one loss at home. And they're 0-5-0, five losses on the road this year. Not a good record. They've scored six goals, which is the worst attack in the Western Conference. And they conceded 14, which is the second worst defense in the Western Conference behind the San Jose Earthquakes. So for Kansas City, yeah, it's a struggle this year. And this will be their ninth game of the season. And the way it's going, I don't know who I would favor in this one. He might be at home for Kansas City, but Columbus might have the upper edge. And if I'm Kansas City, I'm starting to look ahead. I'm starting to look at, is Peter Vermees the one to bring this club to a level that was Major League Soccer's top club just a few years ago? And... Is he the one to keep it there? If your answer is no, when do you act on it? Do you do it now? Do you wait for the season? Do you just move in higher up in the hierarchy of the club? Does he become your president and then you move from there? What happens with Peter Vermees? But that line of questioning has started to soon be part of the conversation. Austin, Vancouver, 8.30 p.m. tomorrow. Austin is one of those teams that is playing out of their minds so far this year. Is it sustainable? No. Is it fun to watch? Yes. Can it continue for a few weeks still? And can they maybe survive and stay in a playoff position come October? Well, yes. And that's the game right now for Austin is milk it. Milk this run for whatever it is worth. Get the most juice out of your squeeze. And by the time the correction comes and you start losing games left and right, hopefully you have enough points on the board because points on the board are points in the pocket and you will stay above that red line. That is the plan for the Verde. That's the plan for Austin, and they're lucky they're facing one of the worst teams in the league this Saturday. They're facing Vancouver on the road. Vancouver is winless on the road. On top of it, they have a record of 0-4-0 on regular grass this season. That's quite the statistics. Colorado-Charlotte, another interesting matchup in Major League Soccer's Weekend. This is Saturday night, 9 p.m. San Jose, Seattle. Oh, this one's fascinating. Will we get a coach bump in San Jose? Seattle's not easy to play against. Seattle, can they travel? Usually not that great this season, but they're playing in San Jose, which has no atmosphere, which is just like playing in great condition. It's perfect weather, and you know, it's, it's amazing to play in San Jose and Santa Clara. That uh, was this, I think it's in San Mateo, actually, the new stadium. Uh, don't quote me on it but the San Jose Earthquakes well they have a coach bump we'll see 
Seattle coming to town. Seattle also in need of results because before long, if they don't succeed in the final of the CCL, people will start to look at the regular season debut in Major League Soccer this year and realize that they had a bad beginning being so far 11th, but they only have six games played because of the CCL. They had a one game postponed and you're looking at two games in hand versus some teams, which if you add the points that they would win, maybe half of them, which means three points and then Seattle has 10, they're already in playoff contention. So it's not too bad for Seattle. A good result this weekend and no one's talking about their bad beginning of the season. Portland, Real Salt Lake, interesting matchup here. We'll see how Salt Lake reacts after getting a spanking last week versus New York City FC. Can Salt Lake uh, be respectful this time and uh, maybe not concede a few goals? That's the question here. Portland does not have the same firepower as New York. Even though Portland made it to the final last year, this is a different Portland. This Portland is one that has aged quite quickly. It's the famous age come not gradually, but like a cliff. And are they over that cliff? We'll get part of an answer tomorrow at 10 p.m. And the last game on Saturday night, the LA Galaxy, Nashville, that will be in LA, Dignity Health Stadium in Carson City, the Galaxy hosting Nashville. Can the Galaxy continue their run of form and maybe grab the top of the Western Conference by the end of the weekend with favorable results with LAFC in Austin? The Galaxy could top it, but it would take a lot of goals scored for LA, best case scenario, they'll be second in the, uh, the the Western Conference by Monday. On Sunday, four games in Major League Soccer. Inter-Miami at home in Fort Lauderdale, let's face it, against Atlanta United. Can Atlanta survive the injury woes of the next few weeks? Can they stay afloat? They won't have their best players for maybe two months. Can they stay above that red line? Right now, they're fourth. They have 11 points. They have a record of three wins, two losses, and two draws. Will they stay there? Or will reality catch up to them? Next week, they're playing Montreal in Montreal. Montreal has a decent home record of 1-1 one one so far this year, playing for 500. And by the time Atlanta comes, without Joseph Martinez, without Mateo Rosetto, without maybe a few other elements but the return of Luis Araujo, but you will understand that the best element of Atlanta are still missing, especially for this weekend. And I wouldn't be surprised to see Inter-Miami get another result for two weeks in a row, and this time at home against the Five Stripes. Orlando, New York, the Red Bulls, of course, traveling to Orlando. Orlando surprisingly and without creating a whole lot of noise are second in the eastern conference 14 points eight games played four wins two losses two draws they are second of course because they played two game in week number five so orlando can they continue their run of form 10 goals for seven goals against they have a two win two losses record at home 
which is surprising. Orlando is usually a very good team at home. The first year of Oscar Pereira all the way to the middle of last year, they only had two losses at home. Since then, they had some sort of correction, but it's interesting to see what happens there. We'll take a short break. When we come back, we'll continue to preview the weekend in Major League Soccer. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to Soccer Today. Follow us on Twitter at Soccer Today SPN and like our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash sports podcasting network. You can find the podcast version of all the shows we do on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Google Play Store, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and anywhere you get your podcast. And we're back on soccer today. Kev Laramie flying solo. Dwayne will be back as soon as possible, looking at the rest of the weekend's matches in Major League Soccer and then the Canadian Premier League. New York City FC at home against Toronto FC. That will take place Sunday, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Can Toronto continue their run of form? Can Toronto continue their surprising start of the season? spearheaded by the youngsters of Jaden Nelson and company, can Toronto FC get a result on the road at Yankee Stadium? Let's face it, they're actually playing at City Field. So, interesting visuals to come on Sunday. Yes, City Field. Make sure you are traveling to the right place. You're not going to the Bronx you're going to City Field. You're going to a different stadium, a different baseball stadium to watch. New York City FC host Toronto FC on Sunday. And Cincinnati, LA, 5 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, LAFC can continue to dominate the league with a big result. They're in Cincinnati. LAFC will, maybe when that comes time to start, will announce the contract extension of Carlos Vela. All signs are pointing to a contract extension for the Mexican striker with LAFC, the Los Angeles Football Club. It is 5-1-1, the record this season. 17 goals for, 7 goals against, a plus-10 differential. They have a record of 3-0-1 at home and 2-1-0 on the road. They will be on the road playing Cincinnati, but really... What's the home field advantage for FC Cincinnati here? Well, quite quite nil, to be honest. They have a record of one win and two loss this season at home. A similar record on the road. Cincinnati, if there's one constant in Major League Soccer, is Cincinnati will Cincinnati. And that's what they're doing so far this year. Now let's move to the Canadian Premier League. Let's look at the weekend schedule. It starts today, 7.30 p.m. tonight. York United hosting Cavalry at York Lions Stadium in Toronto. Vaughn, Toronto, call it whatever you like. York United and Cavalry. It will be quite a match here. Can York United 
get a favorable result for the first time this year. They have one loss and one draw in two games, one goals for, two goals against. Will York United get a win? Cavalry is also winless this season with a record of one loss, one draw in two matches. Someone's going to give. Someone's going to get the point. Or will they share the points? That, that's a good question. But that game will be tonight, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. If you are in the region, make sure you support your local team at York Lions Stadium. Forge at home against FC Edmonton. That is Saturday, 4 p.m. Eastern in Hamilton, of course. Forge FC, they are looking for their first win of the season also. That feels weird. But yes, Forge is winless in the Canadian Premier League this year. And they have a good chance to change that against FC Edmonton. FC Edmonton is winless, but also undefeated this year. Haven't had two 1-1 draw to start the season. Will FC Edmonton have some late game heroics once again to save a result? Or will Forge FC get their first W this season? And tomorrow, once again, 7 p.m., this time Pacific versus Wanderers. One of the biggest travel days in the whole professional soccer world. HFX Wanderers cross-country trip to Victoria, B.C. They call this a coastal challenge. Coast to coast, literally. Wanderers will have a big task facing Pacific. The best team, in my opinion, this year so far in the Canadian Premier League. And Atletico and Valor. Atletico, my second favorite team this year so far in the Canadian Premier League. Quite surprising result this year so far by Ottawa. At home versus Valor. Can Valor get their first win of the season so far? One loss and one draw in two games. Three goals for, four goals against for a minus one differential for Winnipeg. In major in the Canadian Premier League so far this year, let's look at the standings in the CanPL before we say goodbye for the weekend. Pacific FC top of the league, two wins in two games, five goals for, three goals against, for a plus two differential. Followed by Atletico Ottawa, second in the league, two wins with two goals, no goals against. Quite the defensive performance this year so far by Atleti. The Wanderers are third. One win and one loss. They have one goal and they only conceded one goal for a zero differential. They have three points. Fourth in the league is FC Edmonton. Valor is fifth. Forge is sixth. Cavalry seven. And York United eight. It will not stay this way. It will change. There's a very good probability that in the near future, Forge and Cavalry go up the table. Will FC Edmonton and the Wanderers be able to stick to their position when more games are played? The best teams, in my opinion, this year might be Pacific, Atletico, Forge. We'll see if Cavalry can come in that conversation. Then it's a battle. Will any of the other four upset the fourth one for a playoff spot that is a question and we'll have the answer throughout the year in the canadian premier league and this will put an end to today's show we hope you enjoyed this podcast only version of today's show uh full transparency Dwayne is really really busy right now in his uh in his daily work so we wish him all the best and i have a, a film shoot in just a few minutes and that's why my setup has to be packed and 
podcast only for today's show, but you'll you enjoy this show. Thank you for your support. You can support us financially at patreon.com slash sports podcasting network. We're in the process of relaunching our Patreon podcast only version of Two Solitudes podcast or so. It might have a different name. It might have something to do with Canada going to Qatar, heading into the busiest days of the year in November. We're in the process of that, but we do support and appreciate everybody who still supports us financially. It helps us with paying the big bills. And if you don't know, full transparency, a few weeks ago, we, uh, well, we, I had a computer malfunction and I had to change our entire, my entire setup at home. And that came with so big costs. So thank you for your support. Everybody that does support us financially at patreon.com slash sports podcast and network. Just listening and downloading the podcast also helps us a whole lot. Subscribing does generate some revenue with our advertisers and that is really helpful to us. So thank you very much. And of course, the podcast and the YouTube views help a whole lot too. Until next time, for Dwayne Rollins, I'm Kev Laramie. I hope you have a good soccer weekend. If you are a Canadiens, Nordiques, or Rangers fans, of course, Guy Lafleur has passed away earlier today. It's uh, two big icons in the hockey world over the last few weeks have passed away in my world here in Montreal with Mike Bossy and then with Guy Lafleur. So if this is resonating with you, then I wish you a good day. Everybody's thinking of all of us today. And it is a good time to reminisce about about simpler times, I would say. But as always, until next time, I'm Kevin Laramay and have a great soccer. You can find the podcast version of all the shows we do on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Google Play Store, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and anywhere you get your podcast. <laughs>